2: Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as
3: we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? sisters? Welcome back to OK Sis, my name is Maddie. And I am Scout, and we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. And the volume inside of this bus is is astronomical. astronomical. Actually, you are talking quite fucking loud. Uh, There is no Zoom screen in between us right now. (laughs) Uh, So, Scout, why are you
2: in my presence today?
3: So, it is Mother's Day, so I decided to surprise our mom had babe on Mother's Day. And so I drove up to Los Angeles, and we are... Yeah, we're like four feet apart, and um, we're doing a little social distancing Mother's Day, and so we decided to hop on the mic
2: and record an intro. And this is actually bringing me so much joy. I know I haven't, I haven't used our recorder. In so long, I was like, do I even know how to turn this on? It's and so we
3: just got so strange. used to the online Zoom. We've had, like, we can't even tell you how, how many, many issues. fucking
2: issues we've had, guys. Like, I am such it a good... like, I can now interrupt you, and it feels great.
3: Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> it's like, the amount of editing that goes into these remote recordings is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. So this feels... This is what we're supposed to be doing. This is our calling, no. sitting and talking you and me.
2: I mean, we that's the reason we never did remote recordings before is cuz we just there is a sense of distance obviously that you get, but then the whole lag time and is the, is the connection going to work and we we can't interrupt each other. It's just unnatural for us. Yeah, it doesn't work. So
3: this is amazing. I think that you should come down to San Diego to record a few fix-me-ups on the roof of my apartment. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know what? Get your ass in the car. (laughs) Okay. And drive down to San Diego. I know, it only
2: did take you an hour and 53 minutes, which is
3: wild. Literally, if you're going to... You should drive just for the experience of driving to San Diego without traffic. I know. It is... Amazing. It's almost godly. Yeah. You feel kind of holy in the in the pursuit of driving from San Diego to Los Angeles with no traffic. I
2: see. I see. Um, so big news. Um, we are famous now. Oh, Jesus Christ. You were so drunk Friday night,
3: you literally FaceTimed me five times.
2: It didn't matter because this news was so astronomical. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my new word now. Um so we're famous because we posted, or sorry, I posted because I am our resident memester. Can and you say that, but I've come up with a few of our memes. I understand. And but you I came don't up with give this me one. you don't give me any credit for the ones that I came up. Okay, with. Okay, I came up with this one. So, and I pay for the meme app. Don't even. So, um, I posted this meme of Sonia Morgan. Um, this is like this is an old photo from a past a past season. There's been a lot of memes that are made of it, but it's her in her bed with a little tiara on, and I said, with well, your classy, bougie, and ratchet. And she commented on it. Also, if you don't know, Sonia from Real Housewives of New York. Sure. She commented on it and said, Haha, that's me. And then I sent it to Comments by Celebs, also Comments by Bravo, just in case they, you know, wanted to dabble in this revel of a comment. And they posted it. Comments, uh, comments by comments Bravo. And... You know what? We're just we're just famous. We've made it. We have officially made it. And then Bravo also, like Bravo the account commented on our post. And it's just, it's really nice to be recognized. Like, Except after all it, like hard We're, word, we're you not know?
3: even Bravo bitches. Like, if this was ABC and The Bachelor, it would be so much more satisfying, in my opinion.
2: I know, but this is, this is pretty huge. And no, then it's now- pretty big. It's pretty big just because it's an account by comments by celebs. I think that's what makes it really big. Exactly. And then they're going to come on our pod. They are. Soon. Emma and Julie. So they... We, we were supposed to have them on a, a, a while ago, but they live in New York, mm-hmm. so now that we're subjected to remote recordings we're gonna have them on in the coming weeks so Mm -hmm. stay tuned that's very exciting i know um how are you scout what other things are going on in your life
3: you know a lot of things are going on in my life as we spoke about i think on the last few episodes i don't remember which one i'm going through an up leveling phase in my business and spiritual awakening situations and so i have hired a spiritual growth and emotional coach Um, I feel as if I've been, we are obviously huge proponents of therapy, but, um, I've been in therapy for so long and talk therapy and all that stuff. I think I needed a little bit a higher level of support and so um, my coach is available on Voxer like throughout the business hours and if you don't know Voxer it's a texting app where you can send voice notes and so it's hard sometimes in therapy because I get anxious over things in the middle of the day and I don't have therapy for like three days and it's hard for me to really figure out what the problem is but with this coach I can Voxer her tell her what's going on and we really go into deep like the underlying issues versus just talking about it and getting it out of my system like we really understand my belief system and my limiting beliefs and all these things So it's been really great. And ever since I made the decision to bring on a coach to support me emotionally, I have felt like good things keep coming into my life ever since then. I felt like it was the right move for me and the universe is now rewarding me by opening me up to so many other opportunities. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm actually like really seeing life in a very different lens during quarantine because I've done a lot of spiritual work and I don't know exactly how to articulate it. So I won't at this current moment, but um, I am... Seeing kind of my emotional space and my energetic space in the universe as something quite different than when I used to. And so I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm using like that quarantine has brought me these realizations, but I'm not, I'm, I can't articulate it yet. I, I, I'll be back.
2: Okay um we're happy for your emotional journey, your spirituality awakening. Are you happy for me Mads? I, d- I don't really have anything t- to contribute. I do agree with you that during quarantine there's been a lot of self-reflection mm-hmm. and introspection that people are doing uh, and that i'm I've been doing so I do I, I'm with you there not not with you with the whole higher level power but I, I as I say, I love it for you. Thank because you. this is what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean?
3: It is. Maybe one day you'll do it too. Who knows?
2: Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh. You know, life has been good. Um. This is the first time I put on jeans in a couple months, and, um, yeah. I think the the fluctuations in mood have leveled out. Oh, good. So that is positive. But, um. Still the same old, same old? Yeah. You know what? It's like stale. It's stale. You know? The mind is just stale.
3: Yeah. So I started reading Normal People by Sally Rooney Mm. because you rave about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Should have given me a warning.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some depression undertones in Uh, there. You didn't warn me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I I got- A lot of psychological underpinnings, yeah.
3: I got quite depressed for a moment there. I had to stop reading it. Yeah. The girl, Marianne, I can relate to on certain levels. Obviously not in the- some physical levels that I won't spoil but not that level but psychologically like when she says I wish I was just like normal people like do you know how many times I've said that to myself Mm. I was so not okay and then I just felt so bad for her because I knew that she thought she was damaged and she wasn't helping herself and I just wanted to help her and I couldn't like I, I had to stop I'm not gonna watch the tv show it's too much for me
2: Ugh it's so sad because it's such an impactful book and show. And there's just such great sex scenes in it too that you're missing out on. Also I want to touch on
3: the fact that these kids are 16 but they're fucking like they're 28. Like nobody has that kind of sexual confidence when you're 15 or 16. These kids are like talking dirty and like come over here and fuck me. Like this is not how 16 year olds act when it comes to sex. It is awkward. You don't know what you're doing. It's your first time seeing a penis. Like these kids are like talking like they're fucking Porn stars and in touch with their sexuality At the age of 15
2: No you didn't get that <laughs> I mean I got that but I was just enamored By the level Of intimacy and Sexual confidence that I just I was I loved it I didn't really remember that they were 16 yeah. Because in the next year They become 20 or something Yeah and find
3: then- me a 16 year old that has sex like that Okay well this guy's like experienced already. Connell, uh. Connell's like had sex with like twenty chicks by now. I mean, he's so, like he's like so very. Some kids in
2: high school have sex with a lot of people. Yeah, but
3: no one is that confident sexually. Confident. Mm. They might feel like they are, but okay. The... Well, then maybe that's just what they feel. Well, the way Sally, Sally Rooney, Rooney is talking is... about these kids, it's like they are mature people who ha- understand their pleasure zone.
2: Well, you know what? Maybe that's how Sally Rooney was when she was 16. I don't doubt it. I mean, I hope so for her sake. Yeah. Um, Let me try to think of other content corner um, things. Oh, I'm reading a lot. So I just finished the show Never Have I Ever. It's by Mindy Kaling. She created it. And it is. Oh, you would love it. Really? very sweet, tender, ugh, it's about this Indian girl in high school um, who has a crush on a guy, and it's very coming-of-age story, but then also has these, you know, her her dad passed away, so there's, like, trauma there, and, like, her overcoming all of these types of emotions in high school, and um, it's, I know that this, like, uh, yeah, no. This should be this should be celebrated. Like the show is extremely diverse. Like it is diverse for diversity's sake. If that makes sense. Like okay. they make a point to not have like a single white person in the show. Okay, except for a Jew. Except for a Jew. <laughs> Throw a Jew in there. He's white. Okay, got it. <laughs> but he's like a main character. I mean, but he's the only white guy because he's a Jew. Okay. But I'm just saying, it's very, it's refreshing. It's so great. And you obviously learn a lot about Indian culture as well. So it's a great kind of bridge. I would highly recommend it. Very easy watch. I also watched the new season of Working Moms, just released on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Very good show. Uh, the season was okay. But I, I just, you know, it's, it's light. It's fun. Uncomplicated, hmm. what have you. Um, insecure is still going on. Apparently SNL just ended this season on Saturday, so I have to catch up on that bad boy. Um yeah, that's pretty much been my uh my 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 T V in in uh my T V your TV intake. My T V intake. Dead to Me just came out the season
3: two, so I gotta get on that. There's a lot. So I'm still watching The Office, and Jim and Pam have yet to fall in love. I didn't realize that you it took. You Watched The Office before? Yeah, but I didn't realize it took to like season season like six for them to fall in love. I thought they fell in love by like season end of season two.
2: That's the whole point. The sexual tension.
3: God, the it is going on the forever. Where
2: he kisses. Her. Well, the thing is- I already got to the
3: point where he kisses yeah, the her before. Night. Yeah, right. that's and then, great. And then
2: he dates Rashida Jones. And Rashida
3: then, Jones. And we're right there. I'm right there. And then when she when wait, he, wait, wait, wait. I, I, oh. I don't like remember everything specific from. Oh so like, God. don't. I just remember like the the main but are art. they together together now? no they're not together oh yet. she
2: just got back with roy and then dumped roy okay i know the exact moment where they start dating it's Ugh. so cute i don't.
3: i forgot that so i don't i don't want you to tell me okay, I, 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 tell I, I like the, i'm just freaking waiting oh my God. john krasinski make your move no, no no pam make your move what is wrong with her she no she's she's shy She's afraid of true love.
2: She's afraid of the to ruin the friendship.
3: No, she's afraid of a real connection. Okay, anyways. All right, so yeah, you're watching that. John Krasinski, like, I think about celebrity crush- crushes, and it's not even that I have a crush on John Krasinski. It's that I have a crush on
2: Jim. Like, Jim is my celebrity crush. Oh, no, so like... That's why I don't put John Krasinski in my top three celebrity crushes anymore. It's because it's him. Because it's not. Well, it's not him anymore. Like literally, yeah. he grew into this like Marvel like yeah. big, big. Oh, not Marvel. Jack like Ryan. Jack Ryan. Like
3: Jack. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, no. I'm
2: like unsubscribe, please. Yeah, unsubscribe. I would like the lanky, tall Jim Halpert. Ugh. That's all I want. That's all I want. Oh, I know. I just want well, Jim it's Halpert. the same with what happened with uh, your boy,
3: Chris Pratt. Yeah. Here you. Am. When he
2: got jacked, I was like, no. I think, I don't think we like, uh,
3: the macho man, the macho. Mm-mm.
2: No, Mm-mm. it's not, it's not for me. Yeah. Adam's like a
3: perfect mix because he's super cut and has like a really good body. Cutty.
2: Well, he yeah. is he's yeah, really bro. Cut and he has a
3: good body, but he's not like a, like a big bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah.
2: No, Ben is the same. We called him, we call him underrated yoked.
3: Yeah. Underrated. That's a good You know one. what I mean? Although like sometimes- You wouldn't
2: think it, but then he takes off his shirt and he's like. Yeah. He's yoked.
3: Yeah, oh, I hate that word. It's the worst fucking word. It's okay. such a bro. So word. look at us being bros. We're such bros. Um, we basically. Oh, I was gonna say I basically went to a sorority, but like you actually went to a sorority, so that's not went a joke. Went to a sorority or joined one. <laughs> I don't know what the proper terminology is. Yeah. Um So I have been on a Nicolas Cage kick, oh, and I'll tell Christ. you what is going on with this situation is that we watched Con Air last night, which is like one of his '90s mo- from movies from the '90s, and it's so good, but it's so '90s, and so we've just been trying to watch a bunch of Nicolas Cage movies because he is obviously going to be Joe Exotic in the Tiger King remake and that, not remake, make of the movie. And then Disney Plus, your boyfriend sent me a text, Ben sent me a text, Disney Plus is now um, doing a National Treasure TV show on Disney Plus with Nicolas Cage. So I am just like here for Nicolas Cage on so many levels, which is so weird because I used to sincerely think there was something psychologically wrong with him and scary um, because I watched Wicker Man, never watched that movie. Um, But he's actually incredible mm. and i love him dearly
2: okay well is he married
3: uh i don't know nicholas cage is not i don't think he's like the best husband situation mm. like mm. i think he just has he, he beats to the tune of his own drum like Got it his hair's flowing in the wind Got it. and his muscles are out and whatever the, he's doing Oy. weird shit he's wearing like a cow print blazer sure and, sure um but books i am reading ever since i started reading on the Uh, iPad. I've been going nuts in a little over a week. I have read Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. I'm almost done with You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And then I had to stop Normal People by Sally Rooney, but I will keep it up. But I would say out of those books, read Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. It is very good. There is a very big aspect of like motherhood in there. So if you're not a mom, like you might not relate to some of the chapters, but there are incredible lessons on each one. She's motivating and approachable and inspiring, but she's also like tough love, like get your ass in gear.
2: Um, Ego yeah, is- I don't do, I, I'm not doing motivational self- Improvement books anymore. That's the only thing I do. Yes, I I, I've been reading this the new Emma Straub book called All Adults Here. I just I can't get into it. I'm just again like I'm in this bad streak, and I I I can't stop reading it. Hmm. I can't just like abandon it. I'm really
3: emotional, so sometimes fiction books make me depressed because I tap into the inner meaning of the art too
2: much. Oh, Jesus.
3: Like, I'm like, oh, my God, that sentence, that prose, it's hitting me deeply. Oh, the
2: prose, the prose. I mean... Anytime (laughs) I think of prose, you know what I think of? Right. Milan Kundera and the unbearable lightness of being. I just think, ugh, the
3: prose. Well, that's... Okay, I was a literature student. Like, this is what... (laughs) I love poetry. No, I do, too. I love that book. I'm just saying. It's just, like, so I just get so depressed because I think of the human condition and it's too much for me. Sure, So human condition. Um, I would recommend ego is the enemy. However, if you're going into that book, understand that that book has no concept of joy whatsoever, but the principles are very good to apply. But remember that life doesn't need to be hard and it can be joyful. I think Ryan Holiday forgot that message in that book, but mind-blowing concepts for sure. And Your Baddest by Jensen Sincero I think is a really good beginner book to self-improvement because it's not it, it the the principles are basic enough to understand but it is it's very much more approachable it's just easy it's an easy read
2: yeah the only nonfiction book on my list right now is how to do nothing by jenny odell i've heard that is an incredible book and i've also listened to her on a podcast and she is very eloquent and uh thought-provoking reminds me of gia tolentino my girl um which i have to read Trick I've never, I've never read Trick Mirror. You. I think I'm going to get depressed. What? Do you know what it is? Anything deep. It's, okay. She talks about the commercialization of feminism and the optimization of millennials and eating sweet green and her take on the wing and that stuff. Oh, I can do that. You would love her. I thought it was like more emotional stuff. Well, there is there is some emotion because hmm. she's a human of the human condition, as you oh said. Oh my god, I listened to the most incredible meditation. I have to send it to you tonight. Okay.
3: That was it's just amazing. I listened to it twice in a row. Oh, beautiful. As in like,
2: like right like, after yes, another? like right after. Oh, another. <laughs> Yikes. You would love uh, the way she
3: speaks. Like her her prose is uh, quite I don't think phenomenal. you can
2: say prose when it's someone speaking. Why an audiobook? No. Prose. It was written first. But was it was the meditation written? Yeah, she wrote it down and then she delivered the speech. So you would say a TED talk is a prose? Is prose? Yeah. <laughs> if you write down something, it's prose. <laughs> but it, is
3: but it literary it, prose or is it
2: speech prose? I don't think. Okay, we need to look up the definition. <laughs> uh, okay um what other things i guess uh, is that it i feel like i want to keep talking i know I do <laughs> but not. i
3: don't know what this else. episode also is going to be so long because i feel like this intro is long and then we talk to the sister diary ladies forever but oh my gosh yes, i feel very energized right now like i, I could literally sit here for three more hours talking i to know you.
2: it's because we just have not talked face to face it's so long it feels good it feels
3: really good okay so let's do some housekeeping okay cool so you can still purchase our okay sis girl gang the label sweatsuit which guys it is comfy season in quarantine so I don't know what the fuck you're doing if you haven't ordered it yet you can go to uh, girlgangthelabel.com or click the link in our show notes we also have a secret Facebook group that's going off it's okay sisters also link in show notes we um, do like a zoom happy hour with our sisters every other week and we post about it there so you guys can get the zoom link there and then, um, if you really like this podcast, rate, review, subscribe, woohoo, and text it to some friends, guys. Let's let's spread the sisterhood and follow us on TikTok at OKS's podcast because we turned out some premium content today. Maddie uh, gave me my TikTok manager. She gave me some some uh, lessons on the
2: woe. Yes, I taught her how to woe. I don't really think I—I am very skilled at hitting the woe. I think I'm a, obviously a little more experienced than Scout is. So I did teach her, and it was very silly and fun. So be sure to—I didn't do the go whoa check whoa. it out. What? I didn't do it well. Oh no, you didn't do it well. Like it's
3: not in the cards for me. No, I think it's I really should bad. just make up a different move that works for me. No. Nope. Because
2: you can't break you need, the rules. You no. You need to be part of the TikTok community. You can't break the rules. Can't do it. Sorry. I'm a rebel. Nope. Doesn't work that way. Sorry. Um, I mean, the way we're
3: doing it, our TikTok fame is not going well, so maybe. uh, Don't you
2: dare speak that into (laughs) existence. We are on the path. (laughs) It's... We're churning out. It's just like, you know, part of that content stream where you just got to keep posting. And then one day it'll just all miraculously come to fruition for us. I don't think that's how the world (laughs) works. Okay.
3: Okay, sisters, we have some really good news for you. You know that we talk a lot about mental health on this podcast since I suffer from bipolar disorder and Mads has just recently found herself in therapy over the last two years. Um, Something that you guys have been DMing me about is that you can't, your health insurance either doesn't cover therapy or it's hard to get therapeutic relief with your current health insurance. We have teamed up with BetterHelp, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And you can have it worldwide. So wherever you're listening to this, BetterHelp can help you. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy, which hello, it's quarantine. So everything's online anyways. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating Facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselor if needed. And guys, sisters, not guys, sisters, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp and OK Sis wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website at BetterHelp.com/slash-oksis. That's Better H-E-L-P.com/slash-oksis, and you guys get 10% off your first month. So we really wanted to partner with them because we know that emotions are running really high during this time. As Mads has talked about, her emotions have been like all over the place with quarantine, sheltering in place, and we want you guys to have someone that you can talk to professionally.
2: Yes. So get. BetterHelp at better help b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p.com slash okay for 10% off your first month get your mind right let's get let's get into therapy guys we are big therapy proponents hello
3: one of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with.
2: Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads.
3: After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now
2: that I'm postpartum.
3: The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol.
2: I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair.
3: Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutraful is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutraful.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Okay, a y s i
2: s. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, this week, oh, do we have an episode for you. We have the beautiful, the sister duo, Lauren and Maddie Orlando behind the Sister Diary podcast. They are Gen Z. They are hip. They are everything we want to be in this world. Lauren is 13 years younger than me, and that just makes me feel a type of way about my life. But they are thriving, and we had such a great um, talk with them, especially diving into Gen Z topics. You guys all know that I'm trying to – become a general Zer and tap into that market because that is the way of the future and we need to be in tune with them. So this was great market research for us. We got a lot of information from them. Also, I was
3: really impressed by Lauren and Maddie's kind of business acumen and maturity levels. They're obviously quite focused on their career with YouTube and fashion lines. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen them on Instagram. They're all over Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and all that. But I was really surprised how down to earth since like Lauren started her YouTube channel at the age of eight, she's had millions of followers basically her whole life um but the wisdom that they spewed out and also their level of groundness i was i was very impressed
2: yeah they're both they're from canada they're obviously there um quarantining so it just felt it just felt really homely and sisterly and it was a really cozy chat and also we're on their podcast guys if you want to go check
3: it out part one just dropped last friday and then part two i don't know i think it's dropping this week and it was so
2: fun. They didn't know who Bill Hader or Nicolas Cage were. And it was just. It was traumatic. It was traumatic. But we. We giggled gl- our way through. We were glad to educate them and be of service in that yes. way. And they educated us. And exactly. were of service to us. So. It's just an exchange of wisdom here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So we hope you enjoy, sisters. Love you.
2: Lauren and Maddie Orlando are sisters and hosts of the podcast, The Sister Diary, a show where they discuss a range of lifestyle topics pertaining to teenagers and young adults. Separately, Lauren is an actress and YouTuber and has been sharing her life on social media since she was eight years old. Maddie also makes YouTube videos and is the creator and designer of a clothing company called Artless. Without further ado, Lauren and Maddie.
4: Hello. How are you guys?
2: Hey, sisters. How are you doing?
0: (laughs) Real sisters here. All four of us. I love that. Sister podcasters. You've this never is... podcasted with sisters before.
2: This is a first for us. I mean, we've had sisters on the pod as guests, but we've never had podcast host sisters. This is like so meta.
0: I feel like this is the first podcast we've done with other podcasters too, is it? Um, we've had Mimi. Oh, Mimi.
4: Yeah. We've really? One other, but yeah. that's it. But other than that, you guys... Yeah, yeah, we always love talking to podcasters because it's like, you guys, <laughs> you are just like, you just know what's up. Like, you know how it all works and more than us. Clearly. Yeah, so definitely. We're pretty, we're, we're new pretty to new us. to the whole podcasting scene still, but it's always great talking
0: to other podcasters.
3: So before we get into current fixations, I want to know how many years apart are you
0: guys? Uh, are we eight years? I think we're eight, eight years. years. Yeah. I'm 15. Oh, that's a lot. Years. Yeah. I'm the oldest in our family and there's four of us and she's the youngest. So oh, it's funny wow. that we're the ones who hang out now because we have like our other two siblings and they hang out more together because of work stuff. But yeah, there's a big age group or age difference. <laughs> yeah, that is wow. a big age difference.
2: Also, um, how are we going to distinguish between the two Maddies on the pod? Well, you're loud we Mads. So oh,
0: <laughs> why don't you guys, will you guys introduce yourselves so everyone can know who's who? Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's so true because our voices sound the same. So I'm Maddie Orlando. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, your name's Maddie, too. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maddie Orlando. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm Lauren Orlando
4: and Maddie Orlando. And yeah, I feel like we're going to need nicknames or something here.
3: Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, everyone knows Mad's voice from our listeners. They'll be able to tell the difference.
2: Yeah. So we'll get into everything. We'll get into everything podcasting and podcasting podcasting hosts and such. um. But first, let's get into current fixations.
3: Okay, I'll go first. So I know that we talk a lot about skincare on this podcast, but I have literally been in search of the perfect moisturizer forever since I started getting into skincare. And I've tried so many different ones, and I haven't found the perfect one that felt the best. And I just tried the Surreal Moisturizer from Facile, who we've had the founder of Facile on our podcast. And it is so amazing because it's marketed as like an intense Intense moisturizer meant to help, like not cure, but um, from like extreme exfoliation or a lot of retinoid use. It's really, really intense moisture, and I have really dry skin, so I decided to try it. And literally, I know you're not supposed to touch your face during the day, but if I do, like it feels like butter. Like it feels rich and creamy and hydrated and it lasts all day long that feeling. Like I am shocked. That right now they um, it's on back order, but I would just order it for when it comes so you guys get like number one, you know, when it comes. But it is I have never been more impressed with a moisturizer and I might even say I've never been more impressed with a skincare product actually. It's it's really great. It's called the surreal moisturizer by Facile.
4: Wow, yeah, that sounds so nice. I feel like I'm also on like a never ending search for the perfect moisturizer.
0: So might have to try it out. I've never even heard of that brand. Where did you get it from?
3: Yeah, so they are a spa in Los Angeles and they have their own skincare brand. So they have a few products. If you just go to I don't know, just type in Facile skincare, it'll show up on Google and you can buy it on their website.
0: Amazing. I'm definitely checking that out.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's good. Mads? That
2: was a good endorsement.
3: Oh scale. my God, yeah. <laughs> I'm like obsessed. I'm obsessed with this moisturizer. I like get excited to put it on every morning and night. That's how like <laughs> nourishing it is for my skin. I love that when you have a
2: skincare product that you're just like, so, like excited to wake up and put on your face. It's a great feeling. Um, okay, my current fixation. Recently, I have reignited my love for my iPad. So I have this large iPad and I got it because I wanted to start doing New York uh, New York Times crossword puzzles, and I did it for like a week, and then I literally never touched the iPad again. And Mm -hmm. recently, I've just been so obsessed with this one TikTok account that I mentioned um, on a previous episode of this girl that does like handwriting calligraphy, not even calligraphy. It's just, it's like handwriting porn. It is so incredible. So she inspired me to start writing on my iPad and write all these like, cute little notes and be all creative. And I am, you know, not at the place where I want it to look yet, but I will get there with the right practice. But I also have started to read on the iPad. So everyone knows my qualm with uh, the Kindle. I started reading on a Kindle, and I was not a fan, but I wanted a larger screen. And also during quarantine, I can't buy things on Amazon because it takes like two weeks to get to me. So it's like with the iPad, I can just go in the books app, purchase the book for like five bucks and it's there automatically. And I really love the larger screen. So I've actually been enjoying reading on the iPad better than the Kindle, and. The iPad is just so versatile. It is incredible. I'm watching Hulu on it. I'm just doing everything on it. I cannot believe I lived with it without it before. And I
0: love it. Oh my God. I literally was going to say the same thing because I just got an iPad too. And I read on it. I'm obsessed with it. But do you have the pen? Yes, of course. (sighs) I need the pen. I didn't buy it because I was like, I don't know if I need it yet, but I think I need it. You need the pen
2: you have to get the pen so I just got the app called good notes and it's super like trendy and cute um you can like make little notebooks and then write in it with the pen and it feels Mm. like you're writing in an actual notebook you have highlighters you have all of these different like cool penmanship things and options at your disposal and I would highly recommend getting the pen it helps.
0: Okay, I'm gonna buy it. I'm very convinced from this podcast already. Like, <laughs> I need moisturizer, I need a pen. We're so influential. Maddie Orlando, was that
3: gonna be your yes. current fixation, the iPad?
0: Yeah, I literally just got it right here. Oh my God, I
4: got it so like last funny. week. You got it for the podcast, right? Like yeah, that's one of the reasons.
0: Just so I don't have to have my computer screen when we're recording, like in person with guests, but also for reading, since I feel like it's a waste to have so many books, like it's expensive to buy them. And then I don't really use them again or look at them. So I want to get an iPad. So it's just easier to read. And then also, so I could read in my bed with the lights off and I don't have to get up and turn the light off when I want to go to sleep.
3: Very good. I love it. Yeah. Maybe I should start reading on my iPad. I don't know. I'm more of a physical book kind of girl, but you guys are intriguing me.
0: Try it. Try it out. Yeah,
2: just try it out on the iPad. It, there's a, it's a different experience than the Kindle. There's also a night mode, which I'm sure the Kindle has. But um, so it doesn't hurt your eyes as much in the nighttime if it goes – it's like dark with white letters. It actually doesn't mm. – it's not as weird as you as you would assume. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge physical book book person, but it's been – I've been loving it.
3: Cool. We've never had someone that had the same current fixation as you. <laughs>
2: I, know. I know. Look at us. Just the
0: Maddies, you know. <laughs> We're on another wavelength, like we're telepathic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, Lauren, what is your current fixation?
4: I was just going to say, okay, is it okay if my current fixation is like not a product? But so basically, you mentioned that you had been spending some time on TikTok, and um, that's actually been how I've spent a lot of my time. But my current fixation right now is the Netflix show, Outer Banks which I learned about from TikTok, so I don't know if you've seen it, <laughs> but it's basically about these teenagers that live on this island and they are just having so much fun. And I think everyone's watching it in quarantine right now and just like like living through them kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's just such a fun show and it's just these teenagers, it's like a, kind of like a, there's like a mystery element to it, um, but it's- It feels like Riverdale a little bit. Fun. A little bit.
2: Lauren, this is, I'm like so excited that, I mean, I'm excited that both of you guys are on the podcast, but I'm more, <laughs> I'm very intrigued with Lauren because I love Gen Z and I am just perpetually trying to become a Gen Zer. <laughs> I, yes, follow you on TikTok. I am very aware of both of your presences <laughs> on TikTok. We talk about TikTok oh every episode um, recently Same. because it's just been infiltrating our entire existence, it feels like but um, mm-hmm. I'm so excited you said something about Outer Banks because, um, yes, my, my roommates and I tried to watch the show and it is it is just that. It is um very, very teenage, uh, uh, like riverdale <laughs> like cringe mode. I don't know. We couldn't really get through it because we were just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> the people are very good looking on it. So that was nice as a, uh, you know, just a, visual aid if you will um but yeah what a show that it is all over tiktok as well that is true
4: yeah i was gonna say one thing that people are saying about it is that it's a little bit cheesy which i could definitely see especially if you were older than i am but um (laughs) but yeah it doesn't let's just say it makes it easier to watch because there's just such a beautiful cast (laughs)
3: Yeah. I've never even heard of this show which I feel like really reveals my age of the ripe 28 and I feel really <laughs> behind in life right now that I have never even literally
2: heard of the name of this tv show I
0: think it's new mm-hmm.
2: yeah Scott, it's not for you don't okay. don't you're, you're not the target <laughs> you're not out. yeah got it. got it um okay let's get into both of you I'm so excited to talk to you I first want to start with Lauren um so you have like an unnaturally large following on all of the (laughs) social channels and you're 15, right? Yeah, I'm 15. Yeah, you started when you were eight. That's like
3: how did you have the foresight to start at eight? Like what did that look like?
4: Yeah, well I started on YouTube and I actually started because my brother sings and we have another sister who (laughs) makes all of his videos and back then when they were starting their youtube channel they started a little bit before me um i guess i was kind of just like watching them do it and i was like "No, i have to be like part of this i'm missing out and so my our other sister darian just helped me make my videos and in the beginning they were a little bit awkward because i was just like kind of a shy little eight-year-old and i was doing a lot of challenge videos and videos with my friends and my brother and Yeah, it's kind of just evolved. I was on Musical.ly for a little bit um, before it became TikTok. And yeah, now I also make some videos on TikTok, mostly dances. We like to do them together. But yeah, it just kind of evolved from being like, I don't really know how it happened. It just started with a few YouTube videos and Mm -hmm. then a few years later, here we are.
3: (laughs) How does that feel though? Because I feel like when you're eight, you might not understand that there's a life without that many followers. And then usually people get followers when they're older and they can be like, oh, this is so interesting that all these people follow me. Is that just part of your, like, is this normal to have millions of followers on Instagram? Or what does that feel like for you?
4: Well, I kind of, I don't really remember a time when it was, when I wasn't on social media. So I guess in a way, it wasn't something that I was super aware of as it was happening. I just when I was younger, I just kind of saw it as like, oh, I'm posting these videos and for some reason people are watching them, but now I think I understand it more that it's like every, every view is an actual person on the other side of the screen. And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really crazy to think about still, even though it's been seven years. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So in terms, so you're in high school, right? Yeah. Okay. So I think just, like, there's a couple questions I have. One is, like, how is quarantine during high school? Like, is that sucky, or are you like, eh, I I kind of – I have more to have high school to experience. I'm kind of fine being stuck at home.
4: I mean, definitely a little bit of that. I think everyone's missing their friends right now, but at the same time, my school day was pretty long. I used to get home at, like, 7 o'clock, and I would wake up at, like, 6 in the morning. So I – I'm – enjoying not having to do that every day Mm. but at the same time i do miss having a routine and seeing my friends every day and then also like there's there's something about having actual class that motivated me to do my work and now it's just a little harder to get stuff
0: done
2: Totally. yeah and then i kind of want to know just being in high school and having this intense following do you find your relationships in school to be different or is again just like it's all you know or what 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 do you see as as it being in high school but then also like doing brand deals and you know navigating both of those worlds it is
4: a little bit weird sometimes um because i know that like my friends from school will follow me on instagram and then i'll be doing these brand deals but then when i go to school it's i i don't really talk about um the stuff i do outside of school and so they probably think it's a little weird, but I think everyone just kind of gets used to it. I'm going to a new school this year, and I think that was a big adjustment for, mm-hmm. like, definitely for me. But then I'm sure people thought it was a little bit weird when I showed up. Um,
0: I was going to say, I think Lauren's lucky, too, because she has had a, a big following for so long. And I think part of the problem is people get made fun of when they have, like, like they're trying to do social media stuff and they have a smaller following. But when you have millions of followers, people are like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's great for you. So you're kind of lucky in that way that you had it for so long.
4: Yeah, definitely. I think people kind of, they're like, oh, that's really cool that you mm-hmm. like have this following. And I guess they like respect in a way that that's what I, am that's what I do with my free time in the same way that some people play sports and stuff. And of course, when this was all starting and I did have a smaller following, I was in like I don't even know like what grade four grade five and so back then I don't even think my friends really had phones so that wasn't really an (laughs) issue for me so I guess I guess I've never really had to deal with like my friends bullying me or making fun of me for having a social media following just because of how it all played out and how young I was when I started
3: that's so interesting to me because like starting anything at that age is so insane that you kept up with it. Like that work ethic is so important and, and like impressive. And it sounds like your family just kind of has that. You said your brother sings, your other sister does videos. And Maddie, you have your clothing line, which I am dying to hear about. It's called Artlist. Tell us mm-hmm. how you got into that, what's going on with it and all that good stuff.
0: Well, while all of this is happening with Lauren and our brother Johnny, I had a little bit of a following just because I'm related to them, and I didn't really post that much on Instagram or YouTube and stuff because I was at university, and kind of going back to what we were talking about, I was worried what people would think of that, so I held off for a little bit, and then once I graduated, I was like, I feel like this is a choice or like a place where I have to make a choice either to get a job and kind of live a life that I thought I was going to do. I was going to go to law school, actually, (laughs) or do social media, maybe start something on my own. So after I graduated, I decided I'm super into fashion, and that was something I wanted to pursue. So since last April, I've been working on that, and it's the longest process ever starting a clothing company, which I had no idea when I started it. And obviously now it kind of sucks because of the whole quarantine thing. The production's kind of been halted, but I'm working on it, working on the branding and stuff, and I really love it. So it's been so fun. And is it
3: e-commerce or is it sold places? Where can people find it? Well, I've
0: only put out one hoodie so far because of what it's taken to develop. So hopefully it'll be out this summer and it will be online e-commerce. And maybe down the line, I'll have like an in-store partner or like a retail partner online to like Revolve or something like that would be amazing. But yeah, for now, it's just would be on the website. And that's
2: that's really smart to start off with one product. I think a lot of companies are starting to do that, not only because it's more manageable, but you can like perfect that one mm-hmm. thing and also just like create a brand even around that. I kind of think of, you know, like Summer Fridays when they put out just the one mask and they were known for that and they kind of expanded and got, you know, added more products to their line. But that's, I think that's a really, really good strategy as
0: well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice because I've learned so much. Like going into it, I had no knowledge about producing clothing. Now I feel like I know it pretty well and we've made so many mistakes. So it was nice to make those mistakes on a smaller scale before it was like we had so much on the line. So it's been a great learning experience for sure. That's awesome.
3: Okay, now I want to talk about you guys as sisters. Like what's your relationship (laughs) like? Did it ever have a rough patch? How have you grown together? And what's it like? (laughs) doing the podcast together. I mean, Mads and I obviously have experience running a podcast together, but.
2: Yeah. Well, first wait, wait, wait. I want to back up first. You guys are, you guys grew up in Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah. In Toronto. In Toronto, you guys are Canadian. How, and you guys are eight years apart. So just how was your childhood and growing up? What was your relationship like? Or did you guys really foster it now with the podcast? I feel like
4: we've become closer Mm -hmm. recently. Like, in the past few years, just because we spend a lot of time together. um, I think especially since she finished university, because, well, like, she lives with us, like, at home. And so I think you've almost be joked that Maddie's, like, my second mom, because, like, my mom, (laughs) I don't even know. They just, Maddie will be doing the dishes, or I'll come downstairs, and I'm like... I don't know. I'm like, good morning. And Maddie's like, what do you want for breakfast? And so in a way it, <laughs> a she kind of is like my second mom. And I think that in high school you were probably like more focused on your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still had a good relationship, but um I do feel like we've become closer.
0: Yeah, family's super close, but I had a totally normal high school experience. So I was like very prior I prior prioritized my friends a lot and I wasn't working in the same way Lauren is. I feel like you're just more mature than I was at that time. Hate to say it, but it's true. (laughs) Um, So I think we definitely have gotten closer since I moved back from university, which was I guess 2018 and started the podcast. And I worked with Lauren like in a manager role for a little bit there. So that was fun. And now we just hang out all the time, which she loves. Oh,
3: of <laughs> yeah, we have a very similar experience. That like we, I mean, I'm definitely not Mads' mom. She, I think she would like it if I was. She's like, make me this, and I'm like, fuck no, you make it yourself. Um, <laughs> but I think that Mads and I had a very similar trajectory. That like when we were younger, we were in different stages, and now that we started the podcast together, we've gotten so freaking close.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's just another level because you have to talk together for like an hour or whatever every single week. So it definitely brings you together. And it's so nice that you guys can do that, especially because you don't live together. Like we see enough of each other, but yeah. I'm sure for you guys, it's just great to talk like that. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice
2: way to just like even catch up and foster mm-hmm. a sisterhood and a relationship that way. Like obviously we have guests and we have, we love getting to know new people, but there's also this added element where like how often can you say that you just sit down with your sister and talk for an hour every week? Like that's just like so uncommon in most families. So it's a really special thing. So I want to talk about the sister diary specifically. So how long have you guys been doing it and what made you actually want to start a project like this?
0: So I think we started in July. So almost a year, it'll be a year this summer. And we started because I was obsessed with podcasts and I tried YouTube a bunch of times, like throughout university and stuff. And i didn't really love filming myself i do it now a little bit but i just like talking more than i like like getting ready and filming myself and watching myself back so i was trying to convince lauren for so long to start a podcast and eventually i just booked a studio and i was like let's just go record an intro and we'll see if we like it and we'll do it for the summer so that was how i got her into it and then we've still done it every single week almost every single week since then. So yeah, I roped her in.
4: Okay, you make it sound like I wasn't excited about the idea. I am. I'm just like a very... She's a planner. Like I, yeah, I was very excited. I'm just very much like a planner, I guess. I like to know exactly how everything's going to be done before yeah. we do it. And Maddie's a little bit more spontaneous. So she was like, okay, the studio is booked. I was like, what is it booked for? She like, What so are we going to be talking about? it was just all very unfamiliar for me and like out of my comfort zone a little bit so
3: that sounds like us i scout is the maddie in this situation and maddie mayo is the lauren in this situation i was like let's do this and she's like wait what like what's this? And what's that? I'm like, no, we're just going to launch in two weeks and we'll figure it out. And so that's funny. Sometimes you need both of those energies to like get shit done.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think we would have started it if I didn't book the studio, Lauren. So probably true. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we also were just looking for a way to interact with our audience in a different way because Instagram is very one dimensional. And I think people don't really know you on Instagram and everything's very filtered and Edited and put together nicely. And obviously, that's not what any person is actually like. So, we love having these long conversations and allowing people to really get to know us and build community. I think that's been like one of the best parts.
4: Yeah. And I think that even though a lot of the people who follow us on Instagram will come over to the podcast, and that's where a lot of our listeners come from, I think we also have some listeners that don't necessarily follow us on Instagram or watch our TikToks or whatever else it might be. So, I think it's cool that we've kind of built another community that way. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. It allows you to be vulnerable in a way that you, that most people are not comfortable with on Instagram. I think YouTube is probably the the closest thing I can think of in terms of a more long form and maybe um, expressing thoughts and observations and opinions. And uh, the podcast medium is just, it's so special in that way.
0: So welcome. Almost one year. You guys must be Thanks. so stoked. Thanks. I yeah. know. We have to have a party or something in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> much, yes. yeah. You have Hopefully to. not in quarantine, actually. Oh,
2: my God. No, no, we should be out by then. Hopefully let's, let's pray. Um, so tell us about the premise of the actual podcast. So what do you guys talk about? Who do you, do you have guests on? What's the format?
4: Yeah. So like you guys, we are sisters. And I think that that's where a lot of the inspiration for our podcast comes from. It's like, we are eight years apart and we have very different perspectives on everything that we've been through, but still we've been through a lot of the same stuff. So we can talk a lot about that. And I think that we just, we, I don't know. We talk about like skincare, we talk about fashion, um, drama, like a mm-hmm. teenage drama, kind of just anything that, like, I know you said that you love Gen Z kind of anything mm-hmm. that a Gen
0: Z-er, is that what a yeah, Gen sure. Z-er would be into? So, um, yeah. It's yeah. like a, a wide range of lifestyle topics, I would say. And I think the interesting thing has been, um, we all kind of have the same experience in our lives, like all of our listeners and Lauren and I, like everyone relates to the same things. So we're able to give advice and share our perspective. And it really does show that like everyone has the same stuff that they deal with. And it's very similar interests too.
4: Yeah, for sure. And then as you asked, um, we do have some guests on our podcast as well. So a lot of the time it is just us, but then if we want to talk about something that we don't know a lot about or we want to hear from someone else in their experience on the topic. Um, Then we'll have guests come on the
0: Mm -hmm. podcast and also some of our social media friends. Yeah. So we've been in the industry for a while and lived in LA. So we do know a bunch of people that have bigger followings and they like to come on and talk and kind of share their true personality as well. And it's been a really cool way to show people what the entertainment industry is actually like. I think that's like a unique element of the show.
3: Also, I don't think you guys have put this together and I should have said this before we started recording, but I'm Scout from Scouts Agency. So I've booked my clients on your podcast.
0: Yes, I realized that. It took me like maybe a few emails and I'm like, wait, I, I it put it together. Like I think, yeah, okay, cool.
3: I was just thinking, I was like, oh, wait, I never said that, that like we have
2: emailed back and forth for a few people.
0: That's
2: so yeah, funny. That. Okay, um, I just thought of this on the fly, so we're gonna go with it. I want to do like a Gen Z questionnaire because I need to get like all your thoughts <laughs> on all the Gen Z topics. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, how old, I'm Maddie? Say, Maddie Orlando, how old are you?
0: I'm 23, so oh, I think 23? I'm like on the very border
2: like, of Gen Z. You're on the border. Yeah, you're yeah. You're on the border, but. You're in there. I'm gonna lump you in there. I yeah. hang out with a
0: lot of fifteen year olds. That's so. true. I'll see if I can answer.
2: <laughs> okay, go mad. Okay, number one. Are you a Visco girl and are Visco girls still a thing?
0: Okay. Um
4: <laughs> they do still exist. I the hibernation over the winter. Yeah. Um I, I wouldn't say that I'm a Visco girl, but I I do uh, you see, this is hard because I do like oversized um, t shirts. But like I would say I would have to say no. no.
0: Maddie's <laughs> i'm visco, absolutely not a visco girl you don't wear birkenstocks so you're that's not a visco true girl. oh my god i wear birkenstocks am i a visco girl well you might be do you have a hydro
2: flask <laughs> i do have a hydro flask only because a- she
3: read that visco girls have hydro flasks. <laughs> then she got a hydro flask okay she Same didn't like Laura. inherently have
2: one
0: okay i don't know then <laughs> okay next is
2: who of the Hype House is your favorite? Who the fuck is Hype House? <laughs> it's a TikTok <laughs> thing. <laughs> um,
4: okay, this might be basic, but, like, Charlie's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. She mm. – I, if I could dance like that, I would never stop dancing. I yeah. try and dance. I try and, like, do what she's doing, and it just doesn't come out the same way. So, yeah, I, no, I'd have I like to say her. she's my favorite. How, How
0: old is she? How old Charlie. is Charlie? I think she's like, like 15, Lauren's age.
2: I think she, yeah, she's like 16 or so. Oh my God. I know, I know. Scott, what are we doing wrong? It's <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. like what, like,
3: I. I'm, oh my God, I'm like at my end of my 20s. Like, fuck, I don't even know what Hype House <laughs> is or whatever the fuck you guys are talking it's about. Okay, okay but You don't
2: need to know. You don't need to know. This is market okay. research. Oh, okay. We're market it. research okay. so that we just understand the, the next generation. We have be in the know. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you, I, I'm just curious, like, do you guys read magazines? Because for Scout and I growing up, like, Teen Vogue and 17. Oh, 17- yeah magazine were like our bibles is there something equivalent or do you guys like read online or at all
0: do you read do you read no i'm joking like do you read i feel like the equivalent is the snapchat news thing like the snapchat daily mail that's true it's like i
4: actually that's right here about a lot of like Mm -hmm. the celebrity gossip so i guess in the same like there is that kind of like similarity there but also yeah, I can't say that I've bought any magazines. No, only the
0: ones that you're in.
4: I was gonna say like, that's <laughs> kind of cocky, kind of cocky. But like, yeah, if my friends are like <laughs> on, on the cover on a magazine or something, then I will get it. But I can't say that I regularly read them.
2: Okay, that's yeah. good to know. Good to know. All right, next is, um, is Emma Chamberlain still cool? Yes, I think. <laughs> No, no, no. That sounded bad. No,
4: I like her. Um, I think she's cool. But I think she, when Visco girls were mm. um, like, she was like becoming the a thing. She was like the ultimate Visco girl. But I think she's moved away from that, and so has mm-hmm. everyone else. But I think she's like in the past few weeks. I think people have started. I don't know. Like she started posting again uh, super mm-hmm. frequently, and I think people are watching her again. But I've
0: always thought that she's pretty cool. Yeah, I like her. Like her videos. Uh, I feel like there's always waves on social media. So like that was a wave. And now um, TikTok is obviously taken over. So I'm sure she'll come back around. I feel like the people that are the best always do. But right now it's like Charlie and Addison and Hype House.
3: Wow, that is so fast. You know, like when I was in high school, like it wasn't that quick. Like if a cool girl was a cool girl, they were like a cool girl for like years. It wasn't
0: like six months and then the next wave comes. I feel like that's just like the attention on social media now, everything's so quick. But I do think if you have great content and people like you and resonate with your personality, then you'll still remain relevant.
4: Yeah, and I think that also you see the creators that adapt to mm-hmm. like what their audience wants to see. And I think that that, that those are the people who continue to be popular. Yeah. Um, Like I mentioned, like, I think she's kind of changed what she's doing on YouTube a little bit. And um, I think it's a good thing because Mm -hmm. that's what her audience wants to see now.
0: And she's on TikTok.
3: Yeah, I think there's like a difference. I'm realizing that like the content creators that I follow who are in more my age range, they have less followers than your generation, but we like stick with them for a very long time. So like, I know you guys are on Dear Media, like I've been following Lauren Bostick for years now. And like, I will always follow her. Like she's the girl I go to for X, Y, and Z. And then I have this girl that I go to for X, Y, and Z. So while my generation, like they have less followers, I think that we hang on to them longer,
0: if that makes sense. I definitely agree. Yeah,
4: yeah, I could see that. And I also think that a lot of the older content creators are I guess just more open on social media Mm. or like let's say that you're following a beauty influencer and they're like in their late 20s I think that's someone that you would really trust and you want to go to to hear what they what their new favorite products are Mm. and I feel like it's a little bit different with the kids my age because we don't really have like one Mm. category I guess or uh we don't I don't know like like the kids my age don't talk a lot Without, like they're not super vulnerable on social media for the most part, which I think is also part of it.
0: That's yeah.
4: true.
3: Yeah. That makes sense. I think that also just comes with like age, like yeah, once sure. you've been through your early twenties and your mid twenties, you can talk about careers and relationships and all that good stuff. Definitely.
0: Yeah. And then you care a little bit less about what everyone thinks of you too. I think part of the reason people aren't vulnerable when they're young and I definitely wasn't like in high school and stuff is because you care so much about what everyone else's opinions are of you, like in general. Definitely. Okay. Um. Who is the teen heartthrob at the moment? Ooh. Like. Okay.
4: As of this week, I would say it's the main character from the show Outer Banks. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jamie. What is name? name? No. Oh. <gasps> who? Okay. Wait. 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 <laughs> she was just waiting for someone to bring him up. <laughs>
2: yeah, just be quiet. Okay. So I have been obsessed with Tim Lee Shalmane for way longer than anyone else has been. Now the. Th- Thing is, I've seen him, there's all these edits on TikTok. Is he just like yeah. good for TikTok edits? Like what what is this in, like this weird surge of him on TikTok? Which I'm I'm not a, I'm not comp- I'll tell you what the surge
3: is, Mads. <laughs> he looks like he's 15. So the 15-year-olds <laughs> <laughs> like him. Why you like him, I'm concerned. I'm obsessed he with does him. Look young.
4: Yeah, he does. I don't really know why everyone is so obsessed with him on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I I see it, but at the same time I don't know. I think people just – they like him, and then they also like his personality. And then yeah. also just think he's a really good actor, and he looks good in his movies, and he – I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess people – it's everything about him.
2: Yeah. No, because it's weird because, like, I also love Noah Centineo, and I feel like he would be also – it's just strange that people had, like, lacked on, latched on to Timothy Chalamet on TikTok. It just seems – like there's so many others as well that are in that realm, but I'm not complaining. I'm here for it and I <laughs> keep it coming. Keep it all coming. Um, yeah, okay. Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, okay. You mentioned Snapchat. I thought Snapchat was dead. Uh, you guys still use Snapchat? Is it just for nudes now again? Is that like come back <laughs> full circle?
4: Uh, well, that's, no. I would say that I use it mostly just to like talk to my friends. Some of my closest friends, I don't even have their numbers. They don't text. Like, we don't text. The only reason I would have their numbers would be to FaceTime them. But I would say... Like, <laughs> this girl does not hand. text me back. Yeah, no. I, if I Snapchats now. me, I'll respond so much faster than but, if she texts me But you me guys... Back.
3: I'm done. I'm done.
2: But wait, wait, wait.
3: wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Bury <laughs> me now. I'm old. It's done. It's over for
2: me. <laughs> wait, wait, but wait, wait. You don't, like, post on your Snapchat story, though, right? Like,
4: okay, I would say people don't really post on their, their story that has every, okay, hold on. (laughs) People don't really post on their story. That's like their friend's story, which is everyone that they have added on Snapchat. But the thing is that there's private stories, which you can choose who views your private story. And so people will have like five different private stories for like their different levels of friends. So it's like the close, close friends.
2: Yeah. Oh, so do you not post on Instagram close friends or do you also do that too?
4: I don't, I don't have an Instagram close
0: friends.
2: I do that and she doesn't. I don't do Instagram close friends either. Okay. So I think I'm I'm now, I'm distinguishing between the millennial and the Gen Z. The millennial uses close friends on Instagram. (laughs) The Gen Z uses Snapchat and you can do several different layers of close friends. I like that. I like that. Yes,
0: that's it. I think the craziest thing out is the streaks thing. Do you guys know about that?
2: No. Oh,
0: that?
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I've deleted <laughs> Snapchat for years now, so, like, I've heard of it, but tell us what it is. You can explain.
4: It's basically, I am honestly couldn't really tell you what the point is, but basically people that you aren't even super close with will send a picture of, like, the side of their face or, like, a black screen just with an S on it, and it's just so that you keep in contact and you have a streak which is just like the number of days that you've been snapchatting consistently yeah like for. a
0: score thing kind like of a that goes yeah, up? Yeah.
4: there's a number beside the fire emoji and that's how many days the streak
2: has lasted okay um okay so you do this with like how many people like how many people have you like had a quote unquote streak with
4: Oh. Right now, I probably have, like, 40 streaks, which, no, 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 you think no. that's a lot?
0: Okay, we, we, you so we were saying. You just said, yeah, yeah. these people. <laughs> <laughs> we went on this girl's Snapchat to do her streaks, because that's, like, a thing. Like, on people TikTok. will be like, oh, is it on TikTok? Yeah, it's like. People will be like, who wants to do my streaks? Well, you just have to, like, select everyone's name. You send everyone the same photo. Uh, Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but then you have to open 40 streaks from other people. But this girl that we logged onto her Snapchat, she had like probably 400 streaks. And like 20 private stories. I don't
4: even have that. I don't know that many people. I don't think I've I've ever met that many
3: Like, does it unlock something or is it just for you? No. No. (laughs) No. what
4: is the point? (laughs) I would say that like, honestly, it's just to keep talking to people that you aren't really close with. Because if I only talk to my close friends, I would talk to like five people on a daily basis maybe. But you're not talking it. You're sending a black picture that says S. Yeah. (laughs) Makes no sense. Yeah. Now it's just like you'll send a random picture of your face every day. And so it's not like it's funny because sending streaks has become uncool. So now you just send a picture of your face with no writing and no conversation and it's just I don't even know. It's just like a reminder that you exist. And that's (laughs) it's really weird. There's not much (laughs) to it.
2: I am floored. I'm yeah. so concerned for the time that you guys spend on this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I it never heard of it. Wow. I am. Yeah, Forever. I've been off Snapchat for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, a okay. James. Last, last J, uh, Gen Z ask: What are your thoughts on James Charles? Ooh.
4: Okay. I was really into his videos for a long time. Um, like I, I think he's super talented and. I don't really know. I kind of stopped watching his videos a few months ago. Just, I don't really know. I never, like, unsubscribed, but I just, I don't really watch a lot of makeup videos anymore, so
0: I think that
4: I just kind
0: of. I think he was super popular that uh, this time last year. Like, when Emma and him and the Dolan twins were hanging out, That was like the peak of, what was that group called? Sister Squad. Oh, the Sister Squad, yeah. What do you mean? These people have millions of followers. They are still peaking. I know, but like it was nonstop news about them and their videos would trend every single time. They went up on YouTube and they posted all, didn't they like record four videos at once or whatever? Three videos at once. So they had like a little, yeah, little group there. And they were just super hot. Everyone was talking about them. And then- I don't know, I don't really watch James either.
2: I've recently just gotten into the YouTube. um,
0: Mm.
2: Now a David Dobrik fan and I would (laughs) like to be part of the vlog squad and I feel like I would be his best friend as I'm sure everyone else feels. Um, Is David Dobrik like too old for you guys? (laughs) I don't even know. Well,
4: do you like David? I don't really watch his videos. A lot of my friends watch them. I think especially like my guy friends i watch them i think which is super funny to me but um yeah i don't know i
0: you watch some of his videos right our brother loves him too i think it might be like a boy thing too yeah because he's crazy like david does crazy stuff in his videos so the boys are like that's sick yeah every guy also i think wants to be his friend yeah just because
4: he's having so much fun with his own friends mm-hmm.
0: Only, yeah, I don't watch. I don't really
4: watch YouTube.
0: You could watch David's videos because they're only like four minutes long. I have watched
3: one of his videos that Maddie sent me.
4: <laughs> what did you think? I'll,
3: I'll s- it was it was a lot. It was a lot of stimulation. It was fast paced, and um, I was a little in- in- anxious. Um, scout, you need to wa- scout. You need to watch Lauren's YouTube. I've seen Lauren's YouTube, but I mean, I don't, like, go to YouTube on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hold Lauren, on. this Lauren. I thought you meant our friend Lauren. No, I know. Oh. I've seen I've seen yours too, Lauren, but I don't, like, watch YouTube, like,
2: all the – you know what I mean? Like, I don't keep up mm-hmm. with it, if that makes sense. It's definitely a Gen Z thing. It's so funny because that was not – like, YouTube to us growing up was, like – Growing up, YouTube was, like, for music videos. It wasn't necessarily – like a medium for influencers. But that's
3: not even true because I think just you and I weren't into the YouTube landscape. Like Lauren Elizabeth started like at the same age as you were on YouTube. And, you know, we just, for some reason, our group of friends wasn't into YouTube growing up.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, I watched Lauren Elizabeth's videos back, I don't even know, it was probably like a few years ago, like three three or four years ago. I watched all the older girls that were like, I don't know, I just thought, I was like oh my god I want to be them like all the makeup videos and then just like lifestyle you know all that and so I think it's it's funny now because you talk about Lauren Elizabeth now and I'm like oh my gosh I used to watch her videos and like I really liked her you know yeah it's so funny
3: how
2: it like comes around and yeah and also like she's my age so it's like crazy that like you, like, kind of, not forgot about her, but you are like, oh, Laura Elizabeth, I used to watch her, and just, it just, like, it proves how long people can be in this space and, like, reiterate, mm-hmm. kind of, like, have different lives, even. Yeah. Exactly.
4: Yeah, I feel like she's, like, reinvented herself with the podcast. Everything, yeah, now.
0: Yeah, it's good to evolve, awesome. for sure, and I think podcasting is, like, a new medium, new-ish kind of medium, especially with younger people, so I think podcasts are kind of, like, ahead of the time. I think, they're only gonna grow from here. So it's definitely a way to evolve or like TikTok or whatever you wanna do. Yeah, Maddie, you said that you loved podcasts before you guys started. Mm -hmm. What are your favorites? I love Skinny Confidential also. Um, Who else? I listen to a lot of like health and wellness podcasts like Goop, Um, I like The Morning Toast. Have you guys listened to that? Oh, have we listened? Yes, (laughs) I'm a huge
2: toaster, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's just easy to listen to. And I like it because it's um, like podcasts in general general are just like can be in your ears when you're doing other things. So if I'm like doing my laundry or even like answering my emails, I'll just have it playing. Yeah, it's nice.
4: Maddie doesn't listen to music. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends will or like, I guess now some of my friends listen to podcasts as well. But I think in the way that my friends would listen to music, Maddie listens to podcasts Mm -hmm. all the time, like
0: all the time. This girl (laughs) driving. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's what we do, too. You're just not old and cool like us. I just <laughs> yeah, sorry, Lauren. Sorry. She's included.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this was so, so fun. I'm so happy we had our first sister podcasting foursome, if you will. I don't even,
3: that's one way to put it. <laughs> Love it. it. <laughs> yeah, this is so
4: great.
2: So awesome right, Let everybody to
3: know where they can find you
0: and the podcast and all that good stuff. Okay, so my Instagram is Maddie Orlando. The podcast is The Sister Diary and it's just The Sister Diary on Instagram also.
4: Yeah, and my Instagram's Lauren Orlando 88 and then pretty much everything else is just Lauren Orlando. And
2: then wait, your TikToks and then also can you guys follow us on TikTok? <laughs> yes. It's like we're putting out premium content oh, yes. and we're just like not going viral and it's like kind of confusing me. So if you could
0: like go engage that'd be great. Okay, <laughs> we will for sure. Um what's your TikTok? My TikTok I think it's just Lauren Orlando. Okay. I think mine's Maddie Orlando 8. Yeah, we got it. We, we got to get you Maddie Orlando. I know. I should see who has that actually.
2: Yeah. yeah. Send her a message.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can
3: find us at OKSIS okay Podcast. Love you sisters. Yay.
4: Love
1: you. Bye. Bye. mmm. Ah, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy.